1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. I know we have it right now, so we don't have time to jump into the news story about the Australian that uh, I woke up with an Irish accent after the tonsillectomy. 27-year-old Angela Yen. Yeah, because uh, Michelle Myers is on the other line. Let me grab Michelle real quick. Our next guest is an Arizona woman who made headlines when she was diagnosed with foreign accent syndrome after going to sleep with a severe migraine and waking up speaking with a thick British accent. Please welcome Michelle Myers. Hey, Michelle,
0: how are you? Good morning. I'm brilliant
1: how you did you fine now this is it's still going on with you this has been a number of years you are in your (laughs) late 40s your mother of seven uh grew up in oklahoma uh a texas beauty queen never been out of the united states but you have a terrible headache terrible headache migraines are just brutal and in 15 um you had numbness and like like a stroke or a traumatic brain injury and when you wake up you have a british accent
0: I do. It's been 11 years now since it first happened. And then 2015, yeah, I woke up blind in an eye and unable to walk paralyzed down my left side. So so you really... Did they ever diagnose you with a stroke? Yeah, they said that I had a trans-ischemic attack. A TIA. Yeah. Yeah, a mild stroke where I didn't have a major brain bleed. I just had like a little fart going on, apparently.
1: Right, right. And then all of a sudden, bam, you have an Irish accent now, or an English accent, which is funny because in in many ways it's it's obviously very beautiful my mom is english um
0: <laughs> yes we talked about that i actually yeah, remembered
1: yeah and she had a stroke and she uh, lost her accent for a number of years mm-hmm. but it's actually back now um but oh wow it's an amazing this just happened again in australia
0: so i heard about her yeah yeah,
1: yeah she had a tonsillectomy and wakes up with an irish accent she's never been to ireland not to mention she's Australian and they're funny about right. their accents anyway.
0: Yeah, I had that accent for like a day, and mm-hmm. it's actually very, it's hard to even imitate. Like, you couldn't even I couldn't if I wanted to imitate anything. But I heard about her. It's kind of, at least I don't feel alone because mm-hmm. there are at least a hundred people in the world.
1: Yeah, well, and then well, we're talking about this this morning, and a guy texts in his buddy uh, had a stroke, and he came up with a German accent. And it lasted about two years and then went away.
0: See, the thing is, I think there's more people that this happens to. I've actually had about 10 people email me over the last 10 years, Elf and On. Um, and really, it's happened either temporary or one long term, and they've told no one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot, of, a lot of them have become recluses. They've quit their jobs because, you know, I get a lot of harassment still, all online. People think I'm back crazy and all sorts of stuff, which is fine. I mean, I thought I was crazy the first week. But after 11 right. years, I can no longer think I'm crazy.
1: Right. I'm sure you did think you were crazy the first week. I mean, you wake yeah. up from that, and you're like, what kind of damage did I sustain? Like, because you have to ask yourself, am I pretending, and I don't understand it, or...
0: Yeah, no, no, yes, exactly. Like, I literally, when I first woke up, I thought, well, did I go to... I ate Lucky Charms before I went to bed. Like, <laughs> what <laughs> Like, I seriously like, well, what happened? And then, you know, it went away after eight days the first time. But then it came back, and then the the third time it just stayed like this. Just,
1: I, well, you know. I, I feel like we should fly you to England and let you spend some time and just see if it gets <laughs> more distinct, if it's if it the feels funny right.
0: Funny thing that's funny is uh, Devonshire or some place like that. I actually have people that write me and say I'm lying and I'm really from this place in England. And mm-hmm. I'm doing it for some type of green card, which makes no sense. That's but perfect.
1: Well, listen, that. we live in a QAnon world. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> everybody's got some kind of kooky-ass idea. Uh, but this is, of course, well, no, very Well,
0: if it was yeah. profitable, I would go along with it. But yeah. profit, how would a person even profit from this, honestly? Right. It's like, no.
1: Well, and you've got a family. You've got an entire family. So when you are looking at all your family in Oklahoma, which Oklahoma has its own accent anyway. And you. and you grew up African-American in, in Oklahoma. You're looking at your family. And, you're, and, you're, and, and, and you've got this great British accent, this beautiful accent. And Are they just like, what in the goddamn is going
0: on with you, Michelle? Yeah, well, you know what's funny is my children actually, well, my family knows I wouldn't play about a medical thing at all. Right. But I actually had friends of 20 years that people stopped talking to me. They, a lot of people were like, you wouldn't normally play like this, so you must just be drained. So, you know, the treatment was you're either deranged and we have nothing else to do with you or oh, oh. we just don't want to deal with you. But that's all right. You know, you work around it, but it's hard for me to keep work. Like, my accent switches all the time. It still, vac- it, you know, vacillates. So, problem is people can't take me seriously sometimes when I'm serious. <laughs> oh, God. Are God. Are you married? No, I'm not married. Yeah, everyone always, and that's her thing. I always get asked about jobs like, Dating hotlines or something like, something that would make me infamous instead of famous for it. So no, you'd be surprised it weird people out a little bit.
1: Well, and I understand that you don't. You know, it doesn't change your personality. You don't have an English personality. No, and, uh, I'm the and, same uh, person. Yes, but, but
0: I, you I th- know, it's a little bit weird for people. I. I'd I think it would be fun. like this. And I, wish, yeah. I wish something like
1: that would happen to my girlfriend. I think it'd be
0: fun. Really? You don't have to cheat on me. I could just slap on a different wig, but I- <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> Good attitude. You, uh, if you listening to show, Michelle Myers is with us. Uh, she's from Arizona, or uh, now you're in Arizona, but you grew up in Oklahoma. Yeah, now I'm in it. Mm-hmm. And and but you got sick. You had a small stroke, a TIA, a transient ischemic attack. But one of the very few people this happens to, she came up with a. a, a a different accent completely. And it's very real. This is a real medically verified. You have doctors that have verified this isn't an yeah. act. This isn't yeah. a shtick. Uh, and yes. we <laughs> just talked that there's a lady in Australia that just now come up with an Irish accent after the tonsillectomy. We got a guy I'm waiting to talk to um, who had a stroke and came back with a German accent and he didn't speak any German. But he had this very wow. thick, Germanic accent, and it lasted a couple years. I'm going to find the details out, but his friend said it lasted a couple years and then finally went away. But you have a good attitude towards it, but it could really, you know, if I you...
0: think I developed a good attitude about it, because at first, you've got to realize, it's kind of like any trauma that happens. I was also in a wheelchair for three years, in incredible pain for years. I mean, people don't understand that came along with the voice. And you feel really isolated because no one can quite understand what's going on with you. And I can't control it. It's not like I can – then it's attention getting, and so people assume that. But for those people out there that have this happen, there is a new MRI machine or something like that they came up with in Australia, actually, where they did isolate, where there is a part of the brain that is either damaged or just lights up differently. So there is work getting started towards it.
1: But again, to my to your point, uh, I've seen it. And now uh, being in Kansas City, of course, I consider an American accent to not be an accent. Right. But uh, but really what happened to my mom is I I feel like you could qualify her as this. When she lost her British accent, she started to speak very clearly, very Kansas City English. And so, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. so well, you know, if you were in England, you would say, oh, now that's another one of those situations where you have a completely different accent after your stroke.
0: I think it's just baffling to me that people, because they can't understand it, they didn't want to attack it or think that it must be. We fear. You know,
1: we fear what we don't yeah,
0: know. It just can't possibly happen. And so that's the, the main reason why I keep talking about it. Aside the fact people didn't realize that I'm also autistic. I'm a savant in music. I've played and written music since I was three. And a lot of people didn't realize. I could not understand the social aspect of people being so aggressive. So what I've tried to do in activism is just educate people about the brain, how vast it is. I already had something going on with my brain, so that may have contributed to the fact that it's often developed the way that it has.
1: So uh, you say savant. Like what? What, um, what do you play? Piano.
0: Uh, Yes. Concert piano I did for years. I just, one day I told my parents, a man made of light, put music in my brain. (laughs) Literally. And they thought I was full of crap. And I was four, we went to someone's house and I could play Chopin because I'd heard it. And then now all seven of my children are also, we're the only family in all the world, where all seven of my children are diagnosed on the autism spectrum and myself. And they all are musically gifted. Some are really incredibly smart. And we just... Try to help people understand those different sure. people. Your brain is a very amazing, amazing tool. Yeah. No,
1: it, it is uh, astoundingly uh, interesting. And, and you're right. I think, I think it freaks people out. I think it makes people afraid. And I think we become, I think, you know, all anger, and I do believe this, I think all anger comes from fear. And yeah, I agree. And so, you know, they it makes people uncomfortable. So you must be wrong. Or, you know, it's it's like people denying COVID. You go, look, I get it. It's scary. It is scary. People yeah. die. A lot
0: of people die.
1: And so. Yeah. And people afraid. die from
0: brain stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, I think that's where education and power, There's power in knowledge. And if we can just get over the fact that we don't understand it and learn yeah. about it, then it can just make the world just better all that's around.
1: Right. That's right. All right, listen, um, I've got a lot of stuff to jump in the show today, but always good to talk to you. You're a wonderful human um, thank being. Thank
0: you, Johnny. And Say I, hi to your mom.
1: I sure will. You take care. Bye, honey. All right. Bye-bye. So, that's Michelle Myers. Mm-hmm. She lives in Arizona. We've spoken with her before. She was doing a tour today because of this Australian situation. Now, we got a call earlier Was it, from Rich, who said his friend Heath. Right. Uh... Had a stroke at 29, right? He's 44 now, and uh, after the stroke, when he came out of it, he couldn't uh, obviously couldn't speak when he came right out of it. Then, as he went into it, he developed. He said people hear what they want to hear. It was a German slash British accent. He goes, it would slip in and out, and it lasted he a little less. Let me ask you, yeah, yeah. how long did it last? Uh, But he said between six months and a year. All right, hey Heath, we're on the air. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good. So uh, I'm glad you survived. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, strokes are gnarly. I mean, that's my mom's been through it, and so yeah, at 29. Why, by the way, what what gave you a stroke at 29?
2: I had a hole in my heart. I had a murmur behind my heart, and it was never found. And I had a blood caught Um, that found it and went through. So,
1: and that's what did it. And so you wake up and you realize, or or does somebody? Can you hear it, or does somebody have to tell you why? Why are you speaking differently?
2: Um. Somebody had to tell me because it took, uh, of course, it took me a while because I had to learn how to talk all over again mm-hmm. because uh, where the part of the stroke happened in my brain. Um, I had to learn, go to speech therapy and stuff like that. And so eventually I could hear it and I knew it just wasn't me and people would look at me kind of different. And right. so eventually it was learned. But, I, did, you have it, like, it,
1: it, did you have expressive dysphagia? Um. Mm,
2: no, nah, not really.
1: Cause my mom had this thing where you would she'd go, she'd lose the word. And I go, Mom. She go, I would like, I, I would like. And she would do it, and I could see her stretch word. But whatever she heard next, she'd say. So I'd be like, mm-hmm. She go, I would like. I go to poop your pants. She would like to poop my pants, and I go, yeah. Ooh, and get super mad. But it's, <laughs> by the way, I wish that would have never went away. It was like my favorite thing in the whole world.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, I did not have to deal with that. So, yeah.
1: but so you, but you, and then did you think you'd gone crazy? Did you like? Was it? I mean, because it's such a swing, right?
2: Yeah, I I really didn't know what was going on, and my wife kind of explained it to me. But, you know, there in Kansas City, uh, Dr. Botwell at uh, St. Luke, she was amazing, and uh, she was my neurologist. And she kind of walked me through everything, and so she kind of made me uh, feel comfortable with it. And we kind of started having fun with it and kind of not making light of it, but it it just made me feel more comfortable with what was going on.
1: And, of course, you'd be worried that it would last forever.
2: Um, she she reassured me that she thought it would go away, um, and it, it gradually it started. So that was very comforting.
1: So German, like a kind of a German slash English accent.
2: Uh, it was it was. A, everybody said it sounded different. I mean, it was kind of what people wanted to hear. It just wasn't a country boy voice that was coming out of my mouth. I can tell you that. And can you
1: even? Can you do any accents at all?
2: <laughs> no. No, no, I, I'm a country boy through and through, and uh, it just it came. So I, I think my last name is kind of German. I'm. I've asked my parents, and they've kind of filled me in about that. But I, that's the only thing I can think of is where it came from. So it's so, I don't know.
1: Isn't it great? And you think to yourself, did I learn this from watching television, and then somehow it just <laughs> it inserted itself? Or or do I have some crazy super memory that from my from a past life? Or, or well, it's like pieces of, it? of your like pieces of your day can fit in your yes. dreams or whatever. Right. right. And then whatever <laughs> is in those closets comes out after yeah. this happens. Weird.
2: Yeah, because I was actually I, I I'm a teacher, so I was actually at school when the stroke happened, and I had to be lifeline. It was the children.
1: Taken. It was the children <laughs> that did it to you. <laughs>
2: It may I mean I was at Windsor High School in Missouri and uh, we had some great kids. I don't know if we had <laughs> <No. any kids laughs> high school there, kids
1: it makes the healthiest person in the world stroke out.
2: <laughs> you, you know that's right for sure. Well <laughs> oh, man, I'm I'm
1: really glad it's better, but I just think how crazy it must have felt to to wonder Wow and again you had good help and especially St. Luke's uh those guys amazing and now I think he's at KU but Dr. Camerata was uh worked with mm-hmm. my father and my mother mm-hmm. and uh, amazing yeah. neurologist and neurosurgeon Yeah. So, but well you... I had to go, no, ahead. go ahead. Well I was just going to say that you you know you had these good people so that is a huge difference in some poor bastard maybe if you don't have mm-hmm. good medical coverage you don't have a good doctor you don't have a good hospital you just wake up and you're speaking with a crazy accent and you're like oh that's great I had a stroke <laughs> Now you know yeah. I'm, I'm impaired, but I've also got this to deal with. It'd now. be
0: isolating.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I worked with the American Stroke Association. I actually, I think, I actually was on ninety-eight nine back uh, when I was with Trent Green, and we were doing some uh, TV sure. interviews and stuff like that in the city. And uh, I think I actually did an interview with uh, ninety-eight nine back then. Well, it would have been us. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but so. it, was
1: about, it was about Trent Green and strokes. You, you you weren't talking yeah. about your crazy
2: accent though, were you? Yeah, no. At that point in time, it had been uh, uh, later, in it so it went away. So yeah,
1: I'd still so leave with that. That's a like it. it's a good it's a good side note.
2: <laughs> right. is, no, but uh, isn't you know, Trent? Is
1: brain. Isn't Trent the best?
2: Oh, I love Trent Green. He he is an amazing person. An he, amazing person. So.
1: He, re- he dude. He's kind. He's smart. He's talented, but he's he's just pure Kansas City, and he and he really is just a fantastic human being.
2: He's down to earth. Yeah. You know, when he, uh, when we did that interview and stuff, and I got to ride around with him all day. Uh, and when we got back, as soon as he, we got back, uh, my wife and my kids were waiting for me. I mean, he automatically got out of that vehicle. I didn't ask him, and he went straight to my family and started talking to them. I mean, just a totally awesome guy. Yeah.
1: No, nothing but, but nothing but great. All right. Well, listen, hey, man, I appreciate you, uh, hanging with us this morning, uh, Heath. And it's your buddy Rich who, who uh, gave us the, uh, the information, and uh, I'm glad you you, uh, you came by to explain this to us because, like I said, we just spoke with Michelle Myers, and then there's that uh, accent that, or the Irish accent that just happened in Australia, right? After right. the tonsillectomy. So, all right, my friend, yep. uh, to the moon. I hope you're well. Hope you stay well, <laughs> and uh, and we'll talk again at some point.
2: Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank
1: uh, you. Hi, brother. Uh, how weird is that? It is. is it? Do you have a request if I go into surgery and I come uh, out? I don't know. So much. I think it'd be great if you had a deeply French accent. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to tell you. Uh, maybe Asian. Whatever it is, it's going to seem terribly racist. Oh, I know. And that's I'll be, get hate Poor. And, and I'll be like, oh, she can't even help it. Now you're either for or against the people with dis- the disability. It's a goddamn disability. In there. I'm like, now nobody knows who to be angry
2: at. Mm-mm.
1: That would be the greatest thing. I, won't, I don't want to happen to me, but I'd like to laugh at, you know, someone else who had it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.